Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Greetings again in the name that is above every name, and that is the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is your host, Bishop F.L. Phillips, broadcasting live from the PWE Studios studios in the beautiful city of Baton Rouge, Louisiana, welcoming you, you, and you to another episode of the Impact Conference here on TalkShoot. Great lesson for you tonight, a lesson that I feel is going to really not only help you, but help me as well as we travel through this wilderness, this journey that sometimes seems to be uh, more than we can bear, but we must continue to press on anyway and anyhow. And so, you know, got a great lesson. We're going to talk about leadership endurance and uh, how do we deal with the pressure when pressure comes down on us in life. Uh, one of the things I've always said to others as I need to say to myself tonight and should say to myself tonight is that when you are put to the test, you must uh, allow the test to bring the best out of you. When you are put to the test, you must allow the test to bring the best out of you. So with that being said, I am so grateful unto the Lord again for allowing me this opportunity to come before you. And in the mighty name of Jesus, I thank God for that. But to talk about Leadership endurance, standing the test of time. You know, the proverb writer said, if you faint in the day of adversity, your faith is small. And so we want to make sure that we're all on the same page. We're all looking at the same thing. We're all seeing it the same way. And then from there we can say, hey, guess what? God knows what he's doing. Let us pray. Eternal God, our Father, we thank you for allowing us to be here one more time. We praise you. We honor you. We magnify your name. For truly you're worthy to be praised, God. And, Lord God, as we sit with you and we sit before you, Lord God, we thank you for the blessings that you have laid before us. And, Lord God, I thank you for everything you've done in my life. Father, I bless those who are waiting, Lord God, to hear a word from you tonight. Thank you for all of our guests, those who will tune in later on. And Lord God, I just praise you because I recognize, God, that there is something special in us for serving you and something special in us, Father God, for standing with you and standing by you. Holy Spirit, come in and have your way. Teach us, lead us, and guide us into all truths. Give us the ability to live a life that is pleasing in your sight. God, I honor you right now. I honor you, God, because you are worthy. I honor you because you are one who can and one who will not fail us. Lord God, and I just thank you tonight 
Bless this meeting. Bless, Lord God, all that are tuned in to the Impact Conference here on Talk Show. And, Lord God, we thank you most of all for your son, Jesus Christ, our Savior. We thank you, Father God, for the precious Holy Spirit. We honor you, God, for everything that you've done and everything you're doing. And, Lord, I thank you right now. I praise you, Lord God. I give you glory for truly you are worthy, worthy to be praised. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, your name is greater to be praised. And, God, I thank you. Even now, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we thank God again for all of our guests. Tonight's subject matter, amen, leadership endurance. Leadership endurance. And I want you to really take heed to what I'm saying tonight. Leadership endurance. We welcome you, amen, Reverend Jenkins, amen, to another episode of the Impact Conference here on TalkShoe. Got a great lesson. Great lesson that God has prepared for us. We want to deal with, amen, tonight, leadership endurance. And, and amen, I believe that God, amen, wants to bless us and uh, give us some insight. Our text is going to be coming from First Peter chapter 1, uh, verse 7, is where we're going to really just start off with. And then we'll go from there, glory to God. But leadership endurance. I, I hear what God has said, and I know what God has said to me and to tell you uh, that that God wants to show himself mightily to us and through us and manifest before us. Leadership endurance is Glory to God. We thank God for all of our guests tonight. First Peter 1 7 says something that I think every leader, if they're going to make it in life and as a leader, is going to have to learn how to deal with, and that is leadership endurance. He says that the trials of your faith, being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it be tried with fire may be found unto the praise and the honor and the glory at the appearance of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, I don't know about you all, but I do believe that this is something that is necessary and something that should be uh, looked into and looked at from every angle, especially when it comes down to dealing with the things that God wants us to be able to to walk into and to be able to deal with on a regular basis. Now, with that being said, I want you to really take in consideration that God is really working in us and working through us so that we can make it through the, t- the trials and the tests uh, that, that come into our lives that, that challenges our faith and that we have to sometimes deal with on the routine and the regular basis. And so, you know, God is really putting me this word that I believe is going to help us uh, become better at what we're doing so that we can do uh, better, especially when we are challenged. I said especially 
when we are challenged. So, you know, we have to all take that in consideration. We have to all look at it that way, and we have to all think about the things that God is trying to do in our lives. Now, let's, let's look at it because I believe God is trying to tell us something. He says, though the trials of our faith. See, and, and leaders, you know, their faith is going to be challenged, but their faith is going to be challenged through what they face and what they go through in life, what they face and what they go through in life. You know, and this is something that I want every one of you all to take into consideration, that your faith is going to be challenged. Leaders have to endure, and I'm telling you, when that pressure comes down on you and when life seems to be bearing down on you and things begin to happen in your life, leaders have to really come to grips and be able to stand even under such immense and intense pressure. Do they cry? Yes. Do they have uh, uh, sighs of emotion? Yes. All these things may be a part of the expressiveness of the leader, but the endurance is their mind, their spirit, and their will is not broken. Their mind, their spirit, their will is not broken. I shared with someone, glory to God, uh, today in the sermon we were teaching on liberation, and we talked about the last thing was endurance. And I share with them concerning Karate Kid and how when the young man had broke his leg, he broke his physical body, but he did not break his spiritual body. And that's what I'm here suggesting to each and every one of you as leaders, that when you're going through things, they may break you physically, but don't allow them to break you spiritually. You can deal with some things. You can get over some things. You can make it through some things when you are spiritually conditioned. So, so Peter writes to the church. He says, look, though your faith is tried, though it is tried, it must go through the proving process of endurance. It must go through the proving process of endurance. Now, Reverend Jenkins, this is a question uh, that I asked to you and I asked to everyone else who's tuned in tonight. Uh, have you ever been put to the test as a leader where your faith is tried? Have you ever been put to the test as a leader where your faith is tried? Have you ever been put to that test? As a leader, where your faith is tried, guess number two, guess number three, have you ever been put to a test as a leader where your faith is tried and you have to go through some things, you have to endure some things? What, what do you say, Reverend Jenkins? What do you say, guess number two, guess number three? I want to know. Reverend Jean said, oh, yeah, and it seems like God is not there. And, and typically that may be the case, and sometimes you may think that, Reverend God, and we have to understand, Reverend God, 
both for you and Amen, Sister Vanessa. You know, and you know, this is this is leadership endurance. That you know, even when you can't see God. In fact, one of the things that I I shared with them, uh, and Romans said it in in Romans chapter eight verses twenty three through twenty five. He said that, hey, guess what? Faith, amen, hope that is seen does not require faith. And so when we are going through things as leaders and we are having to face these things, and Reverend Jenkins said sometimes it seems as though God is not there, uh, we have to at least position ourselves to uh Make it happen. We have to stand the test and endure. And so, you know, one of the things that I think is going to really be beneficial to this lesson tonight is that, you know, through the pain, because your faith is tried and you're put under pressure, sometimes you feel the pain of it. But through the pain, you have to see the benefits of what you're going to gain from it. So you have to endure it. You know, the scripture says he would never put any more on us than we could bear, but yet at any time he can make a way for us to escape. And 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 guess number three said it just happened to me today, you know, uh, where, you know, your faith is tried. You know, sometimes it's on a daily basis. Sometimes it's on a weekly basis. You know, sometimes it's even on an hourly basis that we have to deal with these things and, and we have to make sure that we are fit that we are conditioned, and our conditioning has to be uh, mentally, uh, and I mean mentally, I'm talking about through our spiritual consciousness. We have to be mentally prepared for the things that we go through in life. And so I want you, amen, to really begin to take in consideration tonight. We're talking about leadership endurance. We're talking about leadership endurance. And we're talking about leaders that are placed under pressure when they are hit with things in life. Can they survive? Can they endure? Can they make it? Will they make it? Leadership endurance. And and I think that is something that I believe, that if we are sincere and we are serious about our relationship with God, that we can stand the test even when we are put up under immense pressure and intense pressure, if we can only endure, Paul told Timothy, endure infliction as a good soldier. You know, endure the, he told the church at Philippi, these things are light afflictions, and they last but for a moment. Um, You know, something that we must, prepare ourselves for. Reverend Jenkins says the ability, endurance is the ability to do something difficult for a long period of time, the ability to deal with the pain and the suffering that continues for a long time, you know, and, and that is true. And, but let me let me tell you what endurance uh, in a more biblical but yet spiritual connotation says, is that I'm willing to face whatever God allows to come my way. I'm willing to face whatever God allows to come my way. I am willing to face 
whatever God allows to come my way. You know, he permits it to happen. He allows things to come my way. He allows things to happen. I'm willing to face whatever God allows to come my way. That's endurance. That means that, hey, guess what? If God didn't want it to happen, he would not have allowed it to happen. And regardless of it, he's in control of everything. That's when I know I have endurance, when I can say I'm willing to face whatever God allows to come my way. Reverend Jenkins, this is something that we have to condition ourselves for as leaders because, you know, you know, Paul wrote to the church in, in Rome and he said, you know, we are, we are slaughtered all the day long. We are counted as sheep before the shearers, you know. But thank God that, 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 that he says, but through all of that, we are more than conquerors. We're able to endure everything that comes our way, everything that God allows to come our way. So I think that's something that we really have to take under consideration. Glory to God. Let me go to my Louisiana caller. Louisiana, you're on the phone line. Who am I speaking with tonight? Good evening. This is Sister Thomas. All right, Sister Thomas. We're talking about tonight leadership endurance, and our text is coming from First Peter chapter 1, verse 7. And uh, uh, we're talking about leaders being able to, to face and being able to endure the tests and the trials and the pressures of life that comes their way. And one of the things that Reverend Jenkins did, he, he defined the endurance as the ability to do something difficult for a long period of time or the ability to deal with the pain or the suffering that continues for a long period of time. And I went on to say more biblically and more spiritual definition of endurance is I'm willing to face anything that God allows to come my way. I am willing to face anything that God allows to come my way. That means, in other words, I'm willing to endure it. I'm willing to face it. I have to go through it. But I do know that if I can go through it, God then will be glorified through my endurance. Amen. Does that mean enduring for others and not seeing the results afterwards? Um, it, it has, one second, Mr. Thomas, but Reverend Jenkins, it has its, it has a two-sided effect sometimes because sometimes you have to deal uh, with others that are indirectly and sometimes more so directly connected to you that brings your mind to having to endure the things that they go through. You know, I don't, I don't wish a lot of things on anyone, but things happen by happen chance and due to the divine will of God. But, you know, something can happen to the fact where paralyzation may be the result of uh, an event that was not caused by you but was involved, that you were involved in. And, and now, you know, the person that, that you have to take care of can't take care of themselves. And you're going to, as a leader, you're going to have to demonstrate endurance. You're going to have to be able to uh, really uh, uh, do the things that you have to do and what you need to do and the things that are necessary for that particular reason if you're going to see anything happen uh, that way. And so, yes, you know, Reverend, G, uh, Reverend Jenkins, it does mean sometimes enduring for others and not seeing the results afterwards. You know, 
you may not see the results in what you're doing for them, but you may see the results of what God is doing for you and what God is doing in you. Sometimes, you know, that what we go through sometimes is not for uh, the benefits of others as much as it's the benefit of ourselves, to see God at work in our lives and being able to see the manifestation of what God is doing. What do you have to say, Sister Thomas, concerning uh, this endurance? I asked the question about uh, leadership endurance. Do you feel is that is something that you've experienced and something you had to go through? Uh, is that something that you can testify about as a leader, having to endure certain things in, in life and the pressure and the intense pain and sometimes the, the hardness and the difficulties that come along with it? I, I do believe um, as a leader I have experienced and uh, have, have experienced, uh, you know, uh, had to endure a lot of things in, under leadership. Uh, I, I think that comes with building and maturing you as a, to be a, a great leader because uh, uh, it takes a lot of sacrifice and time and Sometimes it even takes, you know, financial burden. And uh, also sometimes it even takes a family. Uh, 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 but you separate from your family sometimes because they don't understand um, the, endurance, the endurance process of, of what God have, may have called you to. Call you to. So in leadership, uh, uh, yes, I have endured, uh, you know, you know, time uh, taken away from family, and but I knew uh, as I continued to press that it wasn't going to last always. It's like you know, going back to college. I knew that, and you know, in ye- uh, two or three years, I should be completed. But it it took uh, money, you know, financial uh, 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 financial uh, my uh, financial state and. Uh, took time away from my uh, children and, you know, took time away from my job. And so I had to endure some things that uh, that I had to really give up. And to, But I knew at the end uh, the outcome would be better. So as in leaders, we have to look at the bigger picture, you know. Don't look at uh, where you're at now. Don't look at where you will be uh, when you finish course or finish the test or the trial that you're going through. And I think that that shows maturity and development within a person itself. And it, sh- it shows that um, that you're able to stand and uh, not give up and you end it for the long haul. So uh, I think that, and then once you receive it, you know, uh, you can look back and uh, you'll be able to share the testimony with other people, how you got there. And that's what the people see, they only see the, uh, at the end, they only see the, the uh, they only see the bigger picture, you coming out, but they don't know what it took for you to get where you are. So I believe in leadership, especially as pastors and um, uh, bishops, you know, you know, people want their anointing and people see, you know, the anointing on it, but they don't know what they had to go through to get to that point in life, so they don't know what they had to endure, and I think, and that's where the people uh, uh, don't, that's what people don't understand, uh, what it takes 
uh, to be great leaders. And maybe, you know, there may be some great teachers, you know, or evangelists. But uh, if you tell your story, uh, uh, people will realize, realize that uh, the sacrifice that you had to make and the pain that you had to go through, I, I believe that in pain, it de- you know, it, it develops you. You know, you don't like, people don't like pain. I don't like pain. But I know if it's, pain, if it's painful, I know that it's not going to last always. So I believe that, you know, that we as leaders that uh, endurance takes a lot of sacrifice and a lot of uh, development and a lot of process and meditation and definitely prayer. Hmm. Yeah, and these are the things that we have to look at and these are the things that we have to face on a routine or regular basis, and I know sometimes that may be hard and sometimes that may be even difficult for many to do, but the process of development, especially leadership, because endurance is development. It is a process of development, and I think that most of the time, if we are very conscious of it, we can see that in the end, we will win. In the end, we will see uh, all of the things, all of the benefits that comes forth and comes out of our ability to endure. He says, you know, in First Peter, he says the trials of your faith, you know, being much more precious than that of gold that perishes. And I mean, you know, um, as a uh, as a metal, you know, I'm not seeing gold deteriorate. I'm not seeing it uh, as a metal or rot, you know. But so Paul looks at that this perishing aspect, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, Peter looks at this perishing aspect of gold as being something a little bit more uh, significant, a little bit more uh, severe uh, that, you know, your faith is more precious than gold that perishes. And what he means is that it goes through different uh, shapes and forms and transformation. Your faith uh, is able to to develop and endure those things as you go through things in life. And I think that's something that we have to all take into consideration. You know, Reverend Jenkins and guest two, three, and Sister Thomas. You know that. You know, you know we have to make a a, a real uh, serious comparison to, you know, what it is. Is it is it is it going to be? Is it going to be uh, your your faith? Uh, to endure, or is it going to be something else that outweighs and outlasts your faith in comparison? You know, because he's comparing your faith to gold, but you can compare your faith and endurance to people, situations, circumstances, so forth and so on, that, you know, that your faith must stand the test of and endure. So I thought that was something that... uh, that can really be brought forth and brought out uh, in that perspective. You know, can can we endure? Can we can we see 
uh, Reverend Jenkins, can we see uh, ourselves outlasting the very thing that is trying us? Can we see ourselves outlasting the very thing that is putting pressure on us? Do do we see ourselves uh, being able to to overcome and to to succumb? You know the things that sometimes uh, comes against us and, and trials us and, and those things. Do, do we see them? Uh, what do you have to say to the Thomas? I think that I believe that uh, once we end it, your your faith is going to determine will you be able to stand stand uh, the, the the pressure that you under. Uh, it, it's not going to be anything but, you know, faith and prayer. That's the only thing that's going to be able to uh, help you through this process. And, you know, I, you know, I was teaching Sunday school, and God had to remind uh, Israel of the people, you know, where he brought them from. He had to go back, and they, uh, and they had to search their heart to see, you know, he said, I brought you, you all, you all was in the wilderness for 40 years, you know. And... Uh, but they, he had given them a nugget to, he, he, he was letting them know that I, if I brought you out of this, I'm going to bring you out of something else. And, and I think that was our nugget. We know that God brought us through one trial, he'll bring us through another. Because he's faithful and he loves us so much that he wants us to um, want the best for us. And he wants us to be us victorious. So we always have to go back and, you know, reminisce of where he brought us from and the things that he had brought us through. And I think that will help a lot of people, especially myself, you know, uh, if he brought me out of one financial uh, uh, stage, you know, and he'll bring me out of this one here if I just stand fast on the word of God and I keep, you know, my faith up and, and I know and look towards the hills to come my help, I know that he'll bring me out of this and, you know, even sickness or whatever it may be uh, that you may be going through, he always has to remember. And I think that's the nugget that we have to remember that he brought us from somewhere. And we go back and we pull off of that strength and that will pull us up to where we need to be. And I think that will keep uh, believers going uh, when they see these things that happen in their life, trials and tribulations, that they won't get so uh, bent on the, what they're going through, but just go through it. You know, um, yes, we all hit with trials and tribulations. The Bible says that we're not exempt. Believers not exempt from trials and tribulations. But we know that we serve a good God, and he won't put more on, on us than we can bear. So you have to be able to pull those scriptures up and you have to begin to speak to your speak to yourself and begin to hear your uh, innermost uh, person, or uh, innermost man, that you can stay strong through this trial or the tribulation that we may be going through. And, and that's true. And, and I, I said in comparison because you know he's saying your your endurance, your faith as a leader is going to be compared to. In this case, the text says than gold that perishes, which suggests that that your endurance should outlast your challenge. Is what he's actually suggesting that your endurance should outlast your challenge. 
uh, your challenger or what you're facing, your opposition. And so, you know, the Paul Peter makes it very clear, and, and all evidence uh, seem to to lean toward uh, the un unnoticeable and sometimes the untapped potentials of what we have and what we possess that many times we don't know exists until it's put to the test. You know, what we have, what we possess, and many times we don't know what we have and what it can do until it's put to the test. And I think that is what Peter is trying to get us to see here, that sometimes it's when we're going through things do we determine and we're able to see how powerful our faith is, especially as leaders, to be able to endure or outlast the thing that's that's putting it to the test, to outlast the thing that seems to be bearing down on us and putting the pressure on us, that we are we are able to to outlast it, and that and even then we have to be able to succumb to uh, the things that. Uh, that would make it strong. You know, Reverend Jenkins says that, you know, we can, but not all at once sometimes, you know. Uh, you know, do we do we fail and come back and try again, or do we continue to succeed without failing so that we don't have to come back and try again? Do we put forth our efforts with our whole heart, our whole mind, our whole body, and our whole strength? Or do we look for uh, failure and saying we'll come back and try again? I mean, these are the things that I think are going to have to be uh, brought out and brought forth so that we can see what God is saying to us. So, uh, Reverend Jenkins, I think that that we have to look to, you know, uh, a continuance of endurance. Because you stated it that we have to go to it for sometimes for a difficult uh for a long period of time and sometimes for a continuous long period of time. But I've said that anything that God allows you, amen. You're willing to face anything that God allows to come your way, that's endurance. And the thing about it is he knows what you can bear. He won't put no more than you can bear. And he knows, amen, if there's a problem, there's always a way out. Uh, something that we can do to either remove it or remove us from it. The problem that I have is that so many times we're ready to to for for the thing to be removed when we haven't even given it an opportunity to do anything. So let's let's be uh, somewhat open with that. Do do you feel? And this is another question that I'm posing. You know. He said, though it be tried with fire, fire is what helps us to identify our purity or our sincerity and genuineness to endure. You know, fire is the, is the agent that tries us, that, that, that proves us or determines what we're made of or what we're really functioning and operating with. These are the things that I think we have to really take into consideration. My question is to you is, you know, we don't know what we can endure until it's put to the test. In this case, that it's put under the fire. What do you have to say, Reverend Jenkins? What do you have to say, Sister Thomas? 
I believe that fire, as you mentioned, uh, Bishop, uh, it, it identifies with purity. Uh, you know, it, fire uh, also uh, burns things, uh, burns things off of you, uh, and to see are you able to endure the trial that you're going through, and that's going to take the endurance on your part. Uh, even though even though we uh, may be put on the fire and it's just going to catch, uh, are we going to be able to withstand the heat that is put up under us, uh, 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 put up under uh, whatever we may be going through? And I think that goes back to I, uh, you're, uh, is it going to develop you or are you going to bow down? Um you know, fire is, is, is something that's hot and, and, you know, it's uncomfortable, you know. Uh, you know, the heat from the fire is so uh, exhausting. So it's just going to build, build you up. So I believe that when we're enduring and when um, you speak about fire, it, just to, it should just be able to build us up because we know that eventually the fire is going to go out. Uh, the fire is going to go out. It's, it's just the test of time, and it's to help you. Uh, and it will, uh, like you say, the purity. You will come out like pure gold. You know, uh, you'll be able to uh, to identify that uh, what it took for you to get there to be pure. And that's why so many. Uh, I think a lot of people take, uh, and they should take, you know, their ministry serious because. They know they knew what it took the fire that was put up under them, and they knew what it took uh, for them to stand up under that kind of heat and pressure and um, and the purity that came out. Uh, so they are reluctant just to you know just bow down to uh, bow down uh, in ministry, and when God has lifted them up. So I believe that the fire. Uh, does identify without purity in ministry. And, and, and that's true. You know, uh, as we look at it and look over it, we all have to really take a a serious, serious, serious look at the comparatives that he uses, your faith, the ability to endure, stand the test, and then he comes back and he deals with this, in retrospect to that, he said, it is much more precious than that of gold that perishes, which says to me in the connotation of the text that Paul says that your faith should outlast whatever it is being tested by, whatever it is being put up against. And so, you know, sometimes, you know, even though, you know, uh, that particular metal, uh, I'm not saying it perish. And it has the capabilities of doing so. What is more uh, obvious to me is that it is that we should be able to uh, uh, develop enough confidence in as leaders in what we're going through that God would give us the strength to go through it, and others may see that God is capable of doing it, and they too would understand that things happen in life and that you're going to face things in life. But through the process, God is going to bring you out, and God is going to bring you through. You you won't go wrong that way. You won't um, you won't see any destruction. Uh, you you you'll see it 
in reference to only what you uh, can and what you will do in life. And I want everyone to, who's listening to take into consideration that whatever you're going through in life, if you're going through it and you can endure, you will outlast it, you will uh, overcome it, it won't overcome you. You will be able to excel and exceed uh, what may be coming against you. And I think that is something that, that God is trying to put before us and God is trying to put uh, on us that we can, we can stand these tests, uh, that we can deal with these things as they come. Because I think, you know, uh, when the perilous times come, and they will come because in the last days he, he said it, that they will come. And when the perilous times come, when we are going through things in life and we have to face things in life, when they come, we're going to have to be able to endure. We're going to have to be able to stand uh, against the opposition and many times against the pressure of opposition that comes against us and comes our, our way. So let's, let's, let's be open, let's be honest, and let's be mindful that these are things that we are not exempt from as leaders that we're going to have to endure. You know, Reverend Jenkins mentioned, you know, that he and both uh, Sister Vanessa have had challenges that they have had to face and had to endure. The value of that, and listen to me, the value of that is always exhibited in how you see or what you discover about yourself in light of what you're going through that makes you recognize the presence of God is working with you and working in you and bringing forth that, uh, that level of endurance. And so I spent a lot of time uh, in meditation and I spent a lot of time thinking about the things that, that God has said to me and in and, and reference. Uh, I know that it takes a lot, and once you have fixed in your mind that you're going to go through it, or once you have fixed in your mind that you're willing to face it, come hell or high water, whatever happens, uh, you become better at what you do, and you become stronger in doing it. So let's be mindful that that endurance is, is, is saying I'm willing to face whatever God allows to come my way. I'm willing to face it. I, I have to be ready to, to to deal with it. I have to be ready to endure it because Job exhibited uh, a great and tremendous amount of endurance, you know, not just pressure of losing things and then the pressure that came under the interrogation of his friends and then uh, from his better half, you know, he had to endure some things as a leader. And that, to me, uh, showed me that Job discovered some things about himself through the process of endurance that made him uh, more confident in what he was doing, knowing that he could endure it. Now, my question is, as we kind of wrap it up and bring it home tonight, uh, what seemed to be the biggest problem with uh, leaders 
uh, and their endurance? What what seems to be the biggest issues with leaders and their endurance? And, and do you feel that that there are some things that are apparent and obvious concerning leaders and their endurance? What do you have to say, Reverend Jenkins? What do you have to say, Sister Thomas? What seemed to be the issue with leaders and their endurance? You know, what what seemed to be the problem that arises with leaders and their endurance? Because, you know, very few are exhibiting uh, the ability or the confidence to endure. You know, many of them are caving in and and, and just cowering down. I mean, what, what seemed to be the problem with that? I think one of the problems is um, uh, with leaders uh, uh, being put up under pressure of the endurance of their ministry uh, is that they, you know, they talk, they can talk the talk, but they can't walk the walk. They They can talk it, but when it hits home, they're not able to deal with it or somehow uh they don't exemplify uh uh they don't exemplify uh how they should deal with it and, and they fall under pressure. You know, the God is always listening. I mean the devil is always listening and I see this so many times, you know, and I can hear leaders talking and and and, and, and the enemy recording everything that they say and, and when he throw it back at them you know, they, they, they fall, and they, they fall under that, that type of whatever came out of their mouth, he threw it back at them, and they're not able to deal with it. So I'm thinking that they're not being truthful to themselves. First of all, first of all I think you have to ask God, you know, you know help me. And, and, and I think they want to show that, uh, and they want to, uh, to, to impress people but when they are hit with situations, and like I say, the enemy is causing, he throws it back at them. They're not able to withstand um, what they uh, what they had just, you know, spoke on, and, and you know how they were gonna stand strong in faith. And, and and when these things hit you, it just gonna, you know, it tells a lot about you. It tells you, uh, you know, are you biblical, um, standing on the word of God? Uh, are you still saying that you still believe God, even though man may have said this and that? Can you still believe God? You know, uh, as as you mentioned, um, Job. You know, when his friends and his wife and they came against him and uh, the sores on his body and all these, you know, things hit his physical and spiritual body. You know, uh, uh, not his spiritual man because his spiritual man stays strong, I believe, but as his physical body was just wearing down, but he still stayed on the word of God. And I think that's when uh, that shows our, your ability or where you're at in uh, your level of ministry, where you're level at with God. Uh, you know, I have said things, and it ricocheted hit me back, and it came back so fast that, you know, I had to regroup. And I'm like, this, really? I, I you know, I fell up under this kind of pressure, but then that begins to show me, you know, you you know, you're not as strong as you say that you are. But as I begin to uh, 
put God's word before me, and then when the next thing I said, it didn't ricochet. It came back, but it bounced off. And I think a lot of times that we have to build ourselves. That's why the Bible said build yourself in your most holy faith. Build yourself in the word of God because these things will ricochet and hit you and test you. And um, and that's why I see a lot of issues, uh, problems in ministry. You know, they you know they could talk and they, you know they can lay hands on people, and but when it's time for them, you know, but they fall directly in the enemy's trap. And still, the you know you have to, uh, like I say, seek God and ask God for help in those areas because you're gonna you're gonna get hit, and you're not you know and he's not here to uh, the Bible says he's here, he's uh, out to steal, kill, and destroy. So if he can destroy you and your ministry. You know, he got a victory on your, his belt. So we as believers have to be able to stand firm and stand in the endurance of time, even though we may have go through these, you know, tremendous hardship and tremendous uh, trials and whatever it may be, you know. We have to look back and see where he brought us from, you know. And, you know, take someone else's testimony and begin to build on that. So that's why I see a lot of problems in ministry, uh, in ministry, uh, and that's why leaders are falling. You know, they they falling, and people don't, uh, people don't. I won't say they don't believe them, but they are, uh, they have some. They not quick to uh, accept the things that they're talking about, and they kind of like turn a deaf ear because they have seen the situation where you did not. Come up to come up to part or come up to standard when you when uh, you were hit with a situation. And, and and that's true. And I think that is a great example. You know, especially when you are speaking one thing, but your actions are saying something else. You know, uh, you know. I've always said faith is not faith that has been tried and proven. Until it has been tried and proven, it's unclassified because. You know, one of the things that faith has to do is endure whatever it is that is challenging it. And so, you know, these are the, the, the key elements that I want you all to take with you from this lesson tonight, leadership endurance, is because, you know, I believe that, that you know, in these last and evil days, uh, the greatest challenge of leaders is to be able to stand. Paul told the Church of Ephesus, having done all to stand, stand therefore. And um, that's something that I think that they're going to have to be able to do. And they're going to have to do it in a way that they can see it, in a way that it can become apparent, and in a way that it can be evident that they are prepared for what they are facing. You know, endurance is much more than just being hit with something. You know, Paul said, kind of all joy when you fall into diverse temptation because it's going to do a lot of things in your life. I mean, James says it, but but the principle is that we must be always mentally ready, spiritually conditioned for whatever God allows to come our way. And even one time, sometimes with the enemy, uh, we'll try to bring our way. I think we have to all be mindful of that, and we all have to be considerate of that. And, you know, we have to keep praying that somehow, some way, through it all, that God will... Uh, take a, uh, a stand with us and, and encouraging and motivating us and 
you know, uh, like next week, I think, in verse 26, he says how the Spirit helps us when we're being challenged in our infirmities and things that we go through so that we can better access God's presence through situations. And one of the things that we we don't understand is that there's a there's an inward interpreter uh, that can uh, analyze the very thing that we're facing better than we can and then give that information to God so that he can respond to us and giving us the answer that we need. I think that is so important. I think that is so critical. And I think every one of us need to be more conscious of that, that as we're going through trials, as we're facing things in life, that we'll be able to to make it, that we'll be able to to see uh, the end results of it and uh, and then go from there. You know, we have to just be steadfast, as what Paul says into the Corinthian church, and unmovable, always abounding in the works of the Lord for as much as we know that our labor is not in vain. And, Lord, we have to always uh, be mindful of that. We have to always be conscious of that. And we have to always seek the face of God for uh, strength and direction and knowing that he will not turn his back on us, knowing that he will not forsake us, knowing that he will not leave us. We can then build up our confidence as what Paul told the church at Rome, if God be for us, who could be against us? You know, that's why we can... That's why we can endure whatever comes our way because we have God on our side. I think that's the the great equalizer to life is that we have the presence of God with us and and in us and working through us gives us so much to work with. We want to thank God, amen, for all of our guests and for everyone who's tuned in to the Impact Conference tonight. What we want to do is, amen, just kind of come in and, hold uh, our final comments and uh, our prayer request tonight. So Reverend Jenkins and guests two and three, so Thomas will give you all the opportunity, Reverend God, for final comments and also prayer requests. Uh, uh, Sister Thomas, any final comments and prayer requests? Um, our final comment tonight is that um, I thank God for your leadership and uh, Reverend Jenkins and uh, his uh, his wife and everybody on the talk sheet, everybody on the internet. You spoke on leadership and good, and uh, I believe that we all, as leaders, we have to endure uh, trials and tribulation that comes our way. Uh, we have to remind ourselves this is just going to build us up uh, when we are in doing. No, it does not feel good. Uh, while we're going through the fire, but we have to know that at the end, uh, God is with us. You know, it's a, it's a, you know, it's, it's a good thing when you know somebody is walking with you through your trials and your tribulation. And I mean, uh, God is walking with you. Uh, you're not alone. So uh, just keep that in mind that you're not alone in this uh in this uh in this uh endurance or uh, this trial or this challenging 
challenge that we uh, at, that you may be facing, because we know that God God is good and He is love and He wants the best for us and it just to help us to build build our character and just you know at the end He's going to get the glory you know and that's how we should look at it. God's going to get the glory in the end. So sometimes He used you know us as the vessel that he will get the glory. We, sometimes we don't understand, you know. We may say that's a good person and, you know, why God had to, uh, why that person had to transition over, you know. They were doing so much. and But we we have to realize that they were the vessel that God used. And, uh, and at the end, that they will get the glory. Uh, God will get the glory in the end. But we just have to be able to know that, uh, he's not he's not a God that will take away from he's always adding to. So whatever that we go through as uh, leaders, know that we're just the vessel that God is using in our trials and tribulations. Um, I just thank God. Uh, let me just speak, uh, thank God for today uh, uh, in service where uh, the man of God brought a great message. Uh, it's time to be free. And, and and I think this was a right common message. Uh, the people need to know that they are free, no longer in bondage. You know, you're free, you know, and people have to get their minds uh, unlocked and let, and they have to believe that they are free. And uh, so, you know, bondage uh, produces fear, and I believe that a lot of people, that's why they walk in fear because they are bound. They don't, you know, they don't know how to release themselves. And, and as you was bringing that out today, uh, I, I was looking around the ministry where the people were just engaged uh, uh what was you were speaking on, you know, that uh, they wanted, they want to be free and they wanted to know how to be free. And, uh, and I think that you had gave some great nuggets of uh, spiritual liberation and I'm not going to go too long. I'm just going to mention two that it helped me. One is a uh, internal expectation. What you expect God to do for you? You know, we have to uh, know what we want God to do for us. You know, if you want to be delivered, if you want to be set free, you know, you have to let God know what you expect Him to do in your life, and you have to verbally speak it. A lot of times we say, "Well, we don't." He know he already know. Yes, he do. But he wants us to speak it out of our mouth. You know what we need him to do in our lives. So, external expectations. What you expect God to do for you. And um, I'm just going to speak on one more. And the next is uh, internal uh, restoration. Things about to restore. You know, we we want God is restoring things back daily in our lives. But the enemy thought he had took or snatched away in our life. If God is placing it back a double fold in our lives, so uh, he's restoring what the enemy thought that he had taken. So if you thought you lost something, God's here to restore it back to you in uh, in due season. So I believe that those nuggets that I took with me today, and there were several, but I'm not going to go through it. But I just thank God for God using you, a man of God, to bring the the word to the people and and people was uh spiritual liberating. We had people to join today in ministry. Uh 
We had people to, you know, uh, you know, come up a prayer and, you know, uh, wanted to, you know, bat- be baptized and, you know, they are seeking God like never before. And I think this is just a tip of what God is showing us in ministry. This is just a tip. And if, and if, it's, if we continue to do and walk the path that God has given us in ministry, we ours have not seen what God's going to do in our Jehovah's ministry. I thank God I could see the place for the bishops and pastors all over the world evangelists, teachers, I teach them before God because I know the enemy is out to kill, steal, and destroy. But if we continue to play for God is on their side. So I thank God for you all. Amen. Amen. We we praise God for all. Sister Thomas, especially bringing light to not only today's subject matter, but also to today's message uh, that dealt with spiritual liberation, you know, eternal uh, restoration. And, you know, it's it's really what God wants to do in and through our lives, uh, you know, how we can walk in the victory that Jesus Christ has set before us. Um, you know, we have eternal security. You know, we just, it's just, you know, knowing that, hey, everything is all right. We're secure. And so we want to, amen, continue to pray uh, for all of our guests. And we want to continue to pray for uh, Reverend Jenkins and Sister Vanessa and their church family. Let me just say this. Uh, continue to pray that God will continue to do the things that are necessary in and through our lives, you know, just knowing that, you know, eternal endurance, that, you know, that we have the ability to deal with it tonight, leadership endurance, that we can make it. And so we just give God praise tonight and honor and glory. You know, we don't want to forget tomorrow if you're not doing anything, 32 days of summer continues on Jam Radio 2.1 tomorrow morning from 8 to 10. You know, if you're not doing anything, tune in. God is saying something, amen, through the ministry of Reverend Jenkins that we can all benefit from. And so, you know, we want to just continue to pray for them. And then I'm going to ask you to continue to pray for me and my family and ask God's blessing upon us uh, continually and that God's will be done in and through our lives. All I can tell you is that God is always on the throne and his hands are always out doing the things that are pleasing in our sight. So with that being said, let us go before the throne of grace. Father, we thank you and we praise you, Father, for what you're doing in our lives and through the ministry. And, God, we thank you for the souls that you add to the church daily. And, Lord God, we just give you praise, honor, and glory. We lift us to Thomas and her family, Lord God, and we continue to pray for them, Lord, in light of all they do and all they go through. And then, Lord, not only that, but we continue to thank you, Father God, for all the blessings that, that you have laid before us and you've laid on us. And, Lord, I thank you even now that because we trust you and we depend on you, God, to bring us through the trials and tribulations of life, we continue, Lord God, to cast our cares upon you in confidence that you care for us. Lord God, we lift up Sister Vanessa and we lift up Reverend Jenkins and the, the church family, Lord, and 
we just pray, God, that you'll continue to bless them and keep them and lead them and guide them, Lord, as you, Lord, God, take them to higher heights and deeper depths and ministry and show them your glory and elevating them to the next level for what you call them to do. Lord, I thank you for all that you do, and I thank you for what you're doing in their lives. Father, continue to bless all the saints, all the leaders and the pastors who are across this country who are standing on your word and proclaiming your gospel to a dying world. God, we honor them tonight with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving for the saints. And, Lord, I just give you praise tonight, give you honor, I give you glory. Look upon me. Continue to watch over me. Continue to hold me. Sustain me. And, Lord, I thank you for all you've done and all that you're doing in and through my life. So, Father, it's in Jesus' name I do pray always. And with thanksgiving, we all say amen. Listen up, ladies and gentlemen. The night is for us, and we thank God for each and every one of you. You have been in tuned into the Impact Conference on Talk Show with your host, Bishop F.L. Phillips, broadcasting live tonight from the PWE Studios. That's Perfecting, Working, and Edifying Studios. Thanking God for each and every one of you. Never, ever forget, if God be for you, don't worry about who's against you. You can make it if you try. May God bless you. May God keep you. And as they say in the German tongue, Kavas Dias, that's interpreted. May the good Lord bless you. God bless you. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.